Welcome to Food Ed, the podcast that explores the vital role food plays in the classroom. Join us as we dive into the latest research, share best practices, and hear from experts in the field. Let's work together to create a school environment where every student can thrive. Let's become food educated together. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Food Ed Podcast. My name is Svetlana Elgart, and I'm your host. Today, we have with us Carrie Hartman and Ryan Plessens. So, so excited. Welcome, ladies, to the Food Ed Podcast. It's my pleasure to host you, and I'm so excited about today. Um, so, uh, Carrie is the Director of Culinary Programs at the Argo Navy School. And Ryan is the head of school. So again, welcome. So this is my first time interviewing two at a time, so I'm going to go. Uh, so uh, I would like for uh, Ryan to say hello to our audience and just give us a little bit of information, uh, some background about you, what you are currently doing, your passion, and of course, your favorite food. Well, thank you, first of all, for having us here. This is such an important conversation um, in our world, but uh, specifically in education. Um, so I'm Ryan Plaisance, and yes, like you said, the head of school at Argo Navis School that uh, opened in 2015. I was a teacher for many years, um, trying to change uh, education and design better systems for our kids. Um, through pre-K all the way through uh, high school. Mm, many, many years ago when we first opened, I met uh, Carrie and um, really started looking and talking with Carrie about food and how food plays and impacts our kids learning and in the classroom. It was something that I saw in all the work that I did in my years um, working in education, both as a teacher and then as a policymaker. Uh, so when we founded the school in 2015, it was uh, a really important focus for us if we were going to create quality in all of our classrooms for our kids. Um, my favorite food, I am, um, <laughs> I love Italian food is probably with warm bread and the best sauce. That's probably <laughs> where, where you'll see me on. Yes, those days. Very good. Thank you so much, Carrie. Tell us a little bit about yourself as well. And what I want you to include, I looked at your bio and include in your conversation and intro, what does it mean to do good through food? I found that in your bio and I'd love to hear that, please. Sure, sure. So uh, I'm Carrie Hartman and my current role is the Director of Culinary Programs for the Argo Navis Schools. Um, my family joined the Argonavis uh, schools uh, seven years ago when my daughter was three years old as a preschooler, uh, and I very quickly started volunteering uh, cooking in the kitchen and then moving on from there um, and found uh, very quickly that, our, um, that my uh, uh, thoughts around food and food education were very much in line with Ryan's uh, and the school's uh, objectives. Um, yeah, do good through food. So I was previously uh, and sort of still an aerospace engineer. Um, and uh, while I was an aerospace engineer, I got my culinary degree. Uh, and uh, at some point, I decided to leave aerospace with the goal to do good through food. Uh, so the first thing I did, I was a culinary instructor at a job training program. 
uh, and then I was a, a project manager for an indoor hydroponic uh, farming company, uh, and then oh, okay. I ended up full-time here cooking for children. Uh, I think that uh, food is a very good vehicle for uh, making change in the world and for doing good. Wonderful. Well, very good. Um, so what, tell me a little bit about your food culture at the school um, and um, how do you think, uh, is, is food education important to the kids and what are you guys doing right now today in your school? Um, Karen, you want me to start and then you can jump in? Um, so we made the specific choice of being a vegetarian um, school, which is a conscious, mindful effort for us to uh, lower our carbon footprint in the world as a business. But we don't teach vegetarianism as necessarily the uh, only way to live life. We're teaching it as a balance, um, which is kind of how we try to work with our kids in food, is how to have balance in what we eat and to be conscious of um, of where our food is coming from and how our food is made um, and the meals that we're sharing together. Uh, so there's another chef on our team, uh, Chef Maria, who cooks for our preschool location. Uh, and uh, currently, Chef Maria has been our primary culinary instructor. Um, she uh, ha teaches classes to our elementary students on uh, basic kitchen skills and nutrition. Uh, and basically, um, they've been focused on making snacks that they can make uh, at home that include um, uh, you know, healthy choices. Uh, today, I think they're making oat carrot muffins. Uh, and last week, they made uh, what was called an apple donut, uh, you know, a slice of apple uh, decorated with peanut butter and other healthy things to I make like it look that. like that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, starting in our preschool program, we have always had cooking be connected to what our kids are learning. So it's a great way for us to teach math to our kids at a preschool age, um, measuring and um, science and what happens when you mix, you know, vinegar and oil, what are the spices that we can try from around the world. We know that when our kids um, are able to uh, make food, they're more likely to want to try new foods. And our program is deeply connected in our global um citizenship and global programming that we do. So we travel virtually to a new place every month um, and carry plans out within our menu for the month, two or three meals for that week that are connected to wherever we're traveling. Um, so both Carrie and Maria have made great connections also within our community, uh, which I love and value as part of this uh, program and how it's connected us as a business in our community um, with different uh, local Indian restaurants and stores that have different spices that we need for certain uh, projects and, and stores in uh, Japanese markets and Korean markets and to really bring in authentic flavors for our kids to try. Carrie also hosts um, tasting sessions with the kids before each month to get their feedback and buy-in. The kids, whether we're talking about food or, or this also transcends to other topics, uh, when our kids have a voice in what's happening and Wonderful. a buy-in to uh, what we're doing, then we see greater success with them. I don't know if you want to add anything else to that, Carrie. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, I was going to just uh, jump in. Um, uh, you mentioned the tastings that we do. Um, one of the key things that I, I like about that, um, I feel like children um, potentially just don't have the vocabulary to express how they feel yes. about foods. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they easily can say yuck or I don't like it, but I like them to, <laughs> to arm them with a wider vocabulary of why don't you like it? Is it, you know, is it too crunchy? Is it too mushy? Is it too sour? Is it too, right? So in the tastings, uh, that's one of the goals is to expand their vocabulary. Uh, I always tell them they don't have to like everything. Um, I try to encourage uh, it, with you know, some success. So we, I like the phrase, uh, you know, I'm not into it today, but I'll try it again some other time. Right. Uh, so um, the goal with the tasting is to get their feedback on the menu, but also to teach them uh, the vocabulary and an openness to try new things. Um, and that's been it's been fun. Children uh, uh, love to give their opinion. Very good. So you, yeah. can you go ahead. As you say, we put have put so much focus on this program that we're in the process now of building out our culinary arts kitchen for our kids to have a state of the art um, kitchen and teaching kitchen, so that they will not only feel confident with their own skills, but also career wise, it will open up many paths for our kids. Um, we're excited about that. That is, that is fantastic. So you guys are already having the food culture, and it sounds like when you guys do the tasting, so the children say, oh, they like it, they don't like it, and then you do the recipes, and they're kind of eating the recipes. So there is a lot of cultural, and there is some food education going on with what, what you guys are doing already, right? I mean, and they actually get to participate in your menu creation, so that's that's amazing. Um so, as as you guys probably are aware that every sixth child is diabetic and obese by the age of 12 in the United States, um, what do you guys think, just having the experience that you do, being in education, and of course we're all moms and parents, what do you think as a community, uh, what can we do for kids to really eat better, live better, and be healthy. It's interesting because the reason we put so much money into serving our kid healthy food uh, every day is not necessarily because families and parents don't care about what their kids are eating. We live in a society that is so fast paced. I have found that a lot of our parents are just yes. trying to yeah. hold everything together in a yes. day. And then what yes. often happens is that there is uh, junk food and snacks um, that are, you know, given to our kids throughout the day. Um, not because we don't care. I am a parent of four, but because we're just so busy. And so if we're looking then at the connection between our health with our kids and the foods that they're getting, a big part of that is how we're supporting our parents with enabling them with easy access to healthy foods um, and how to support helping them put those foods, you know, onto our kids' tables. Um, Carrie, did you want to add to that? I see. Oh, I was going to add kind of on a, a slightly different uh, twist, um, but one of the things that's great here at Argo Novice is there's a, a large amount of physical activity uh, in very fun ways, uh, and it's, it's woven throughout the day. So there's not necessarily a one recess period. Uh, you know, there's, um, there's gaps between the classes where children are allowed to move freely and, and have fun. And then there's programmed physical activity, you know, dance and 
aerial arts and soccer and, you know, uh, you name it, I think they've tried it. Uh, you know, so um, that along with the healthy eating, I think, um, encourages a, a future healthy lifestyle. This episode is brought to you by Rainbow Chefs Academy. Rainbow Chefs Academy provides turnkey nutrition and wellness training for schools, home-based and after-school programs. For more information, please check the link in the show notes or visit rainbowchefsacademy.com. And now, back to the show. Is there any issues that helps, that makes it, like prevents us from really educating the kids? Is that, you know, do we have time in the school day to do that or do we are we always concentrating and I'm just you know I'm a mom of three kids myself so I'm just kind of seeing what I've saw Um, are we educating the kids always on the core classes is there not enough emphasis in our schools and outside the schools on that subject or do you I just want to know what you guys are thinking and feeling on that or um, in that direction yeah well, um, I would say time is always a factor, right? You know, yes. there's a lot of things we want our children to learn, yes. a lot of great things, and a lot of things they need to learn. Um, but uh, I think Ryan kind of alluded to, I think there's always a way to uh, weave uh, nutrition and cooking into our other classes. Um, you know, I have an engineering background and there's a lot of science and a lot of math in cooking. Uh, and there's a lot of biology. We have a garden, uh, and our younger students are learning about pollinators and you know germination. So it's the biology curriculum, but it's also growing tasty food at the same time, yes. right? So you yes. have to get creative about it, but I think you can find the time uh, to integrate uh, you know, the objectives of nutrition in with what we consider core classes. Yes. That's my <laughs> opinion. Um. I think the training for teachers uh, is important in in how to do that work. Um, yes, key. I think we're, yeah, and where it doesn't feel overwhelming to them. I think as teachers, we often put a lot on our teachers, like do this thing and then add this and then add this, and it it can be like ah, um, even though I you know our our teachers care so so deeply. So how do we? provide our teachers with the support that they need in their classroom where this becomes, you know, integrated in a seamless way for them and where they enjoy it. Um, And then I think, you know, at our school, we're a little bit lucky. The reason we founded this school was because we have emphasis on many different areas for our kids. And so um, we have the freedom kind of to implement things as we see to be important. I think there's a lot of challenges in many schools um, to put money into programs that are not on this standardized, you know, tests that our kids take. Um, so there's education around why culinary arts is important, um, as equally uh, important as our math classes. Um, you talk about how are our kids going to do well as adults? Well, if they're not healthy, they're not going to be their best versions of <laughs> That's themselves. That's true. Uh, as so really looking at where our focus and priority are, you know, that comes from an educational standpoint that's almost outside of the classroom, that's in our communities. Well, I think you guys did so well. You you answered all of my questions even ahead of time <laughs> with with this was this was fantastic. So you guys are seeing that cross curriculum is very important. You guys are seeing that uh, educating the teachers is very important on this subject 
and you know it looks like your school is very well on that way um i also think that um you know when i think of schools uh lately the way i'm just looking i think it would be great if they were like partners in health if we if the schools and the educational consortiums that deal with K through 12 become uh, partners in health and really um, concentrate this same effort, as you guys have mentioned, that they concentrate on teaching core into the culinary arts, the health, the wellness, the nutrition, the gardens, the, the, what you guys are doing. Because... Uh, the cross curriculum, because as what you just said, if you know, if they're not the best version of themselves, then everything else kind of doesn't work. So um, I want you all to know that it is uh, wonderful to hear what I just heard today. I think that uh, you guys in an example school, um, and I, um, I think with a mindset like that, you guys are so well on the way to achieving that, which I think is fantastic. It would be, you know, I I would love for you guys uh, to become partners in health. Um, I think that I'm trying to make that happen. I would love uh, for this to be something that the schools can join and kind of share resources and all of that. So um, I, I know that our community is so in need and with you guys are just an amazing um, set of leaders. I mean, your leadership is so strong and your understanding is so deep that um, I applaud you guys. I think that you guys are doing fantastic job. Um, and I think we, I'm just thinking, how can we get more of that out there, um, you know, and uh, partner together as schools? Because I think, you know, every school district and Everybody has their own everything always going on. And sometimes we work in silo. I think becoming a community of partners in health for the educators is super important. Um, I will be sending you backpacks uh, as a thank you. Well, thank you so much for having us on the show um, and talking to you. We would love to partner. I think what you just said really hits the nail on the head where um, the collaboration between schools, um, we all become stronger when we can pull our resources together. And I think um, we all want to do more of that. Sometimes we, <laughs> we don't have the time, someone right? Like yourself. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm really excited about what you're doing and it's so important. And, and as you can see from us, it's deeply rooted in our mission and the work that we're doing. So I hope we, we talk more and um, can see what we can do together. Yes, thank you guys very much. I appreciated you. It, it's been absolutely wonderful. I think one of my best podcasts yet. And um, <laughs> I will be in touch and let's stay in touch and see how we can um, form a community of leaders, of, of partners in health, because I think that's really going to be the next step for us really helping our kids to lead a healthier lifestyle. Because I know every single one of us is, it, it, it's in our heart, it's in our head. So making it happen should be we, we should be able to do it. So I will send you the backpack, be in touch with you, have you back on the show. Um, and thank you very much again for your time. It's been a very, it's been a pleasure for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube. Let's work together to create a school environment where every student can thrive while becoming food educated together. We will see you next week on Food Ed.